It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Hello and welcome to the podcast the Nature and Countryside podcast from BBC Country Farm magazine. My name is Fergus Collins and I'm the host of the podcast and I'm out wandering in the gently rolling farmland of Northamptonshire, northern Northamptonshire. And, well, there's a song thrush singing. It's a cool morning in mid to late June. It's been extremely hot recently, but it's quite cool today. But I can see lots of swallows around along the, walking along the big, bustling hedgerow and you might be able to hear the sort of clipped notes of swallows as they zip around me but welcome also to our latest season of podcast where we're focusing as much on nature as ever but also on food and farming and how those things interweave we're calling it a taste of the countryside and today's episode takes place just a little way up the road in leicestershire in a small but attractive market town of melton mowbray home of the pork pie, an appropriate headquarters for the British Pie Awards, which takes place every year. Oh, there goes a swallow right over my head, chattering away. This is glorious. So yes, the Pie Awards, fantastic celebration of a great, of a particularly British food. And so we sent our intrepid explorer, Maria Hodson, to go and sample the atmosphere, meet the men and women who judge the greatest pies in Britain, and to bring back some thoughts, and hopefully the winning pie for us all to try in the studio. So I leave you with Maria, in the capable hands of Maria, in St Mary's Church, Melton Mowbray, and the Great British Pie Awards. My name is Maria Hodson and I would like to talk to you about the humble pie. This tasty pastry is filled with succulent ingredients, consumed hot or cold, and is a classically British dish, 
But what exactly is it? Where did it originate? And how did it gain the popularity it, it enjoys today? According to Wikipedia, a pie is a baked dish which is usually made of a pastry dough casing that contains a filling of various sweet or savoury ingredients. Pies can apparently have a variety of crusts, they can be open or closed, and they can range in size. The pie goes way back. A 4,000-year-old chicken pie recipe has been found on a tablet from Mesopotamia, and according to the plays of Aristophanes, the ancient Greeks were partial to sweet pastries. The favourite pie of the Romans, according to statesman Marcus Porcius Cato, was called, rather unappetisingly today, placenta. As the Roman Empire spread across Europe, so too came the pie, an especially handy foodstuff for travellers, as various available ingredients could be contained in a pastry casing and easily transported. Lamb, rabbit, frog, wild duck, pigeon, currants, dates, apricots, no matter where you were or what was on hand, it could probably be bunged in a pie. A good example of the pie's utilitarian appeal is the Cornish pasty. The pasty's signature crust was used as a handle by grimy miners who ate the filling and chucked the coal-covered crust away. Due to the pie often containing a motley collection of ingredients, it is believed that the word itself derives from magpie, a bird that collects various objects in its nest. The pie's association with birds doesn't stop there. In 15th century Britain, eating songbirds was considered a delicacy, hence the four and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie in the popular nursery rhyme. From the medieval era onwards, British pies have gone from strength to strength. There may have been a blip in Cromwell's reign when mince pies allegedly fell foul of the Puritans, but they bounced back with restoration. All of this is to say that Britain has a long and proud tradition of pie-making and pie-eating. With that in mind, I was honoured to be a judge this year at the 14th British Pie Awards held in Melton Mowbray, where a huge number of pies are entered and considered before the supreme pie is crowned. Let me take you into the thick of the action. Melton Mowbray sits on the River Eye in the county of Leicestershire, and this Norman settlement has earned itself the title Rural Capital of Food due to its heritage as the birthplace of Stilton Cheese and the Melton Mowbray Pork Pie. It is therefore the perfect setting for the annual Pie Awards held every year in St Mary's Church, which is cheerfully decorated in red, white and blue bunting, while sunlight gleams through gorgeous stained glass windows onto rows and rows of golden pies. Precious God, giver of all good gifts, we thank you for all those who produce the food that we eat, and in particular those who have produced these pies which we will enjoy today. Even as we give you our thanks, we remember those who this day will be without food, and think in particular of those fleeing Ukraine at this time. We bring you our prayers and our thanks in the name of Jesus. Amen. After scouring the lists, I discover that I have the honour of judging the cold savoury pie category, which, by the looks of things, contains about 90 pies. Thankfully, I am to be part of a crack team of pie tasters, and our job is to sample just a sliver of every pie, carefully assessing the overall look, the evenness of the pastry, its taste, and the quantity and quality of the filling. Luckily, we are guided through the judging criteria by the chief judge, Colin Woodhead. One specific thing, when you get the pie, cut it in half, leave half the pie for me. Yeah? <laughs> I, I don't want to, to... I've got, got 23 choices, and when you pick a one winner that comes to me, 
And I don't want just a little mound of pie. Now I've got to try and pick a winner out of that. I can't, it's impossible. So try and leave me a half a pie. Yeah? So it gives me a fair, a fair chance of uh, evaluating whether it is the supreme pie champion. And in an echoey church hall, the sound of over 150 judges chomping on 970-odd pies is a little like this. Right, so... So, appearance. Appearance, please. On the top, not a problem. I quite like it. Yeah. If, I'm going to knock foot, if I'm going to knock, if you're going to knock anything off, you've got, you've got to come to deal with that. Maybe take three or, three or four off. Again, as it boiled down, not really, because actually they're being very clever. They've got one, two, three, four holes where they must have jellied after they've made the pie, if it's got jelly in it. I believe it has, because I can see jelly across the top. So, so they'll have jellied, they'll have jellied that on. But there's four, there's four holes in there, so definitely that one's a jelly for jelly as well. So they've jellied it afterwards, if it's got it in. All right, so yet again... It's a three or a four, knocking off that. Okay. I quite like the pie, actually, yeah. in the presentation. Yeah. Once we cut it, that yes. might be different. Once we have valiantly battled our way through the entire raft of pies, big and small, round and square, delicious and indifferent, the results are in, and we agree to a good job well done. It's amazing to see some of the quality... It's amazing to see some of the variations that you get as well. And I think you've all done extremely well to get through this today with the amount of pies we've got on, so well done. So, thank you all. Okay. Thank you. No, it's been really good. Really good. That's it. Yeah, we can go and have a, we go and have a drink. This, of course, isn't the end. What we have done is whittle down the finest pies from our categories. But the supreme pie, the one pie to rule them all, will not be determined until the chief judge has sampled the selection from across the entire competition and made his final decision. I managed to corner Colin Woodhead for a chat to ask about his background and what he is looking for in that perfect pie. Can you tell me a little bit about your background as a baker? Because I have a feeling you have been in this industry um, for some decades. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm 78 and uh, I've been in the industry all my life. Um, I, I had a family business in Scarborough and as soon as I could stand, I used to go and help my father with cleaning tins, putting pastry into, uh, into tins to go around the blocking machine. And then when, as I got a bit older, I used to mould... Um, I was taught how to mould bread and I was taught how to use a Savoy bag uh, for piping um, fresh cream and piping um, um, a, a, a fondant uh, work. Um, then I went to college... Uh, worked up and down the country in various sized bakeries, very one-man shop bakeries, to uh, you know, large plant bakeries. Uh, worked in Zurich in Switzerland for a year. And I joined, was invited to join the British Confectioners Association. It's uh, a membership of, of 60 members throughout the United Kingdom. And I've... Uh, I've been chairman of the association, I've been president of the association for four years, I'm an honorary member of the uh, British uh, Confection Association, I'm now retired. Um, 
So I would say um, very well qualified for this position as head judge of the British Prior Awards. Thank you. So what we've had today is we've had um, 972 pies entered. So we've had um, large tables with teams judging the pies. And you took us through that criteria. So hopefully there will be consistency from your your judges who range from quite experienced to novices, essentially. Um, so, um, and, and now I think you will be sampling the pies that were, were picked out as yes. especially um, outstanding by the teams, and you will you will choose. Is this correct? You will choose the pie of pies. Yes, yes, yes. So, would you like to um, tell us a bit about what you're looking for in the perfect pie? Um, um, what am I looking for in the perfect pie? Um, well, I'll have twenty-three half pies to judge. We have, but we have such a variety of pies, from from meat pies to fish pies to sweet pies. So, how how do you pick out a supreme winner? Exactly. It's a is the visual, um, the visual looks of it, the quantity of filling. We look at the bake again, and look at the the, the, the pastry texture, and then. I will then start, I will then bring 12 pies, I'll reduce it from 23 to 12. Because if not, I'm going to lose my taste buds. And yeah, I was going to say 23 half pies is a lot yeah, of pies to get. Yeah, it is a lot to taste. Through, so you can't, yeah. so, 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 so I that's reach, a way of whittling yes, it down slightly. Yes, yeah. so I go down to 12. Yeah. So then I will apply the same criteria, but have a, a sample of the filling. Reduce it to six, uh, to two, from twelve to six, six to three, and then, I have, and then I have quite a bit of head, head, head scratching, and, and then try and, and try and get, and then I, we use the same criteria as you do. But we had head scratching on our table as well. Yes. There, there comes a point where it's really hard to choose between certain parties. It's just yes, it's it really is. just personal preference about the. Well, and that's, that's tough. Do you let yourself agonise for hours or do you just have to be quite firm after I'm just making I, I, do, I do, I think about it. Because was it 2019, a vegan pie won? For a vegan pie to win the British Pie Competition, it was so outstanding. Just, it jumped out at us. And I, and uh, that time I had a vice chairman with me and um, who was uh, he's been in he'd been in the pie industry all his life and um, and we were absolutely both unanimous on that being the, the best pie in the uh, in the competition Fantastic. and was there a commotion at that announcement when people mm-hmm. um, astonished and appalled uh, no 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 <laughs> I, I unfortunately when they do the presentation on the Friday, I wasn't there, but um, I've heard it was well received. Um, I personally um, have had some, have had the mick taken out of me at, uh, in, from in where I live in Scarborough. How can you? It's called the British Pie Competition. All pies are meat pies, and uh, how can you choose a vegan pie <laughs> as, as a winner? But as, as I try and explain. There are 23 classes, and you've got you've got pork, you've got um, uh, steak, you've got um, uh, 
t- uh, game pies, you've got fish pies, uh, and, you, you, and you've got sweet pies, and it's the best pie. And, <laughs> and do you, um, your friends in Scarborough, will they accept that as an explanation, or will you never live it down? <laughs> um, I think it's just a bit of mick-taking. Mic, <laughs> yes. I know. Well, you know, traditions die hard, and I think people have an association. They do. They do have an association. And from the pie, you know, pie-making industry, we've got to be aware that veganism and vegetarianism is on the rise. And pie-makers, whether they be butchers or bakers making pies or speciality pie-makers, we have got to be aware of market trends and... But I think the secret is the evaluation forms, and this is why we want the judges to put comments. Why is this pie? Uh, why, how do you think you can improve this pie? And and what was the wow factor of the pie? And it's important that the judges fill those in because those evaluation forms go back to the pie maker. The pie maker can read it and he can hopefully make adjustments to his uh, recipe or, the, or his method of production. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to um, improve the, the overall quality of pies within the, within the United Kingdom. That's a great endeavour. Yeah, it's a great endeavour. Yes. And we all thank you for it as well. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> The overall winner will not be revealed until a few days later. In the meantime, how does the founder, Matthew O'Callaghan, feel about this year's awards? Do you think that um, the awards have helped raise the profile of the humble pie? Or, or do you think that it was all, it's always been a well-loved food stuff in Britain and it's always going to be? I mean, it is a well-loved food stuff, and, you know, and, and, and the pie has always been in fashion. I mean, you know, earliest references, 1381 of Chaucer, you know, shows that even from those simple days, you know, pies have always been, been popular. But I think the pie awards have helped in terms of expanding the range of pies, the types of pies, vegan pies, um, you know, gluten-free pies, that sort of thing. So I think it's had its place. Uh, for me, um, I think the pie is Britain's contribution to international cuisine. We make pies like no other country does. You know, the different types of pastry, the sweet and the savoury, the hot and the cold. Nobody makes pies like us in the world. And when we started the British Pie Awards, there was nothing to celebrate the British pie. There were other awards for cheese and for this and for that, but not the pie. We eat a billion pounds worth of pies a year. And so we thought, right, we're going to have the British Pie Awards. And where else would you hold it but in Melton Mowbray? Absolutely, and I can vouch for the fact that there are a huge number of pies um, in this particular competition. I think it was 976. 976 pies in 23 different uh, classes, yeah. Uh, 151 judges, so... And this is the most popular, uh, this is the largest number of This is the largest number of entries we've ever had. And um, I expect that when, um, you know, a number of pie makers who've sort of uh, didn't enter this year because they've got staffing problems or you know, whatever. I think next year will be even better and bigger. Um, can you tell us who won last year? We won't find out about this year until Friday. Until that's Friday, Friday, that's right, yeah. Um, last year's winner was a uh, meat and potato pie by Robert Byring of Mansfield in Nottinghamshire. And it actually has a local um, 
uh, stand here in Melton Mowbray sometimes. So yeah, um, you know, very worthy winner. You know, very nice pie. Um, previous winner has been a, um, a steak and ale pie, and then we had a vegan pie in 2019. So that was uh, that was quite a coup. I think pies are exciting in that you know they embrace everybody. Um, um, and interesting, the vegan pie was actually made by a butcher. And he thought, well, actually, if you can't beat them, and not only did he did he join them, but he actually did even better than that. So, yeah, I mean, pies are there for, for everybody. It's interesting. They were saying today that the vegetarian pies were a lot better this year because they've actually started to put more flavour into them because some of them can be very bland, um, more flavour, more texture, and that really does make a difference. You want your teeth to work, and as I say, you want your sort of senses to work as well. So, yeah, it's good to see. Good to see. And we come to the end of our pie adventure. I left Melton Mowbray happy, stuffed and ready to roll slowly back to Bristol by train. It had been a long, fun and filling day and I was keen to find out who the overall winner would be. We had sampled a huge number of unidentified pies, but who were the makers? That Friday, the results came in. The supreme champion in the 14th British Pie Awards is the Gluten-Free Moolis Pie by Pie Minister of Bristol, made with gluten-free pastry, jackfruit steak, craft ale and black pepper. Matthew O'Callaghan, chairman of the British Pie Awards, said, This was a superb pie. It looked good, had a nice, even, golden bake. The pastry was crunchy, complemented by the moist filling, which had bite, and the balance of the flavours in the pie was just right. Up to now, gluten-free pies were always compared unfavourably with other pies. With this pie, gluten-free pies are now equal to any other pie. Other winners include the nice pie of Old Dalby, Melton Mowbray, which won the Small Producer Award. The Newcomer Award went to Dickie's Pies of Radstock. The Young Pie Maker Award goes to Paul Curran, aged 16, of We Cook Carnoustie. And the Best Scottish Meat Pie Award goes to Lochinvalada of Lochinver. Congratulations to all those involved, and here's to that ever-humble pie. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Well, here's to the humble pie indeed. What a fantastic insight into and a curious and rather eccentric world of the British pie. Thank you, Maria. And I'm delighted to say Maria is joining me in the studio, in the podcast studio. Hello, hello Maria. Hi. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, let's chat pies. We've also got, uh, I'm glad to say, Jack is back from holiday. I'm back. back. Jack's back and raring to eat pie, I hope. I heard about the pie, that's why I'm back. <laughs> Cut the holiday short. So uh, we don't have Hannah today. It's her birthday. So happy birthday, Hannah. But I uh, hope you're having fun but you're missing out on a really nice birthday pie surprise <laughs> again. So, yes, we're going to taste pies. We're going to taste the winning pie 
I've managed to get hold of the winning pie. Well, not quite the winning pie, because it was Pie Minister who was the winner. And we, we work here in Bristol when we're not out and about recording podcasts in the wilds of Leicestershire. <laughs> um, <laughs> Prime Minister, yes, yeah, so it was a local winner, which is really, uh, really cool for Bristol. And um, so we've been able to nip out at lunchtime uh, and get some of the pies. Well, not quite the winner because they don't have any of the gluten-free pies in our local Prime Minister shop, which is a bit of a shame. But we do have the moodless pie to try. So we're going to come to that in a little bit. We should also say a big thank you to our musician in this piece. Oh. So I, I think you should do the thank yous. <laughs> okay. Yes, well, the um, the lovely music you heard in the podcast today is actually Sam Swanock on guitar playing uh, the popular nursery rhyme sing-a-song of Sixpence, yeah. <laughs> which uh, seemed apt for... Yeah, or twenty blackbirds baked in pie. Uh, no blackbirds, no blackbird pies in the pie awards. Then no, not this year. It felt as though uh, maybe that's gone out of fashion. The whole <laughs> wild bird eating. Yeah, I always heard it was rooks or something like that that were blackbirds. But that may be a whole other podcast. So how was it? I, I've been to the pie awards a long time ago, probably ten years ago, and it was amazing and eccentric how how is it has it what can you i mean know you described it very well men in white coats with pies yeah. <laughs> um it's it's what's your, what's your lasting impression well i think the way you described it I, I felt similarly it's sort of brilliantly eccentric and for me that's quite classically british that we take certain things really seriously rightfully so everyone loves pie and there's a kind of a quirkiness to the way we approach things, and I think it's fitting that there's now a kind of an annual pie content uh, contest, given how popular it is and how we have a, a great history in that area. Um, yeah. Well, I should say thank you for the history at the beginning. I didn't say that in my introduction to the to the piece that you know you were talking about that well, going into the, immersing yourself, going into the fray. Actually, you gave us a really interesting history lesson. So pies have been around for. a more than donkey's years. Yeah, they they go way back. They they it makes sense as well. It's a great way to combine a whole load of ingredients into something that's both <laughs> portable and delicious. And hide them away. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> Jackie, you a pie a pie man? I do. I do like a pie. Is it, have you got a favourite flavour? Oh, normally go for like a chicken and mushroom. Chicken and mushroom. Okay, well that's good news because I think we've got a chicken and mushroom pie as well. However, oh, wow. what a treat. The one that we do have is not quite the winner. It's the it's the mooless pie. Now there's a bit of contro- controversy. Mooless pie. Yeah. There's yeah. no moo in it. There's no animal. exactly that. Exactly. It's it's um, vegetarian. It's vegan. In fact, I think gluten <laughs> yes. free yeah. vegan pie, um, which is a fairly recent phenomenon. I mean, we pies are often associated. We, we've had sweet pies for ages, but a, a classic pie is often a meat pie, like you're saying. Uh, steak and kidney, chicken and mushroom, pork pie, etc. But it has it is a shame that vegetarians have long missed out on some of the delights. And now with the, the pie kind of, lights, the no. pie, oh God. here we go. Yeah, oh, I think I'm having a funny lunch. <laughs> you need to eat some pie. Yes, okay. that's true. Um, and uh, but given the kind of the revolution in in food recently, where there's a huge range of new vegan options. Uh, there's been an increasing rise in the number of pie entries. That Big are demand. The, more yeah, more, more people demand are, are and, eating less meat. And, and more and... produce. Yeah, I think one of the interviews, uh, Colin Woodhead mentions mm. this, that mm. he's sort of like, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. You know, why would you fight like against a, that demand? I remember Ellie Harrison writing a column for the print magazine, Country Farm magazine, writing about 
uh, well, vegans are just demanding crops. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. um, so that's kind of like what farmers do. But it, yeah. there is a there is a lot of disquiet about sort of a lot of traditional farming, uh, particularly livestock farming. There is some concerns out there that are worried that this revolution is going to perhaps put them out of business or just change things. And I think people don't like change. Yeah. And I think so. There's a bit of controversy about giving the supreme champion to yeah. uh, a. a meat-free pie. So there was previously a, a, um, a vegetarian winner. That's right. I suppose, so that, So it's not a complete shock to the system, but I think, you know, old traditions die hard and mm. um, some people will, uh, for them, a pie will only ever be a meat pie and that's their right to feel like that. Yeah. And what's lovely about the pie awards is that, you know, it, it, it change, obviously every year there's a different winner. Uh, it showcases so many different styles of pies. Yeah. And I think it's great that, e you know, each year a different pie gets to take the limelight. Mm. And it's, it's all done on taste. You know, as you could probably hear in the interview with Colin Woodhead, he takes this extremely seriously. He has decades in the industry as a baker and he uh, he really is all about what does this pie taste like to me and do I think that it is worthy as the, being the supreme pie? That's the thing. It's totally professionally done. Yeah. I think when I went there, I, I think I did sort of meat gravy pies, that sort of thing. And yeah. when you're tasting 10, 15, 20 of these things, I was glad there were other... <laughs> tasters around me because you're in a little team is that right you're in a little team that's right and I was really grateful for that because yeah. I'm I'm quite happy to admit it's not my area of expertise I'm not a I'm not a professional pie maker but you're in teams where some people do do that for a living or they work as uh, maybe they're farmers or um, producers of food in some respect so they often can be like the guiding hand and they may have done the judging for several years so yeah it's there's a combination of input goes into the awards yeah. which i also think yeah. is really lovely it's quite nice to have outsiders yeah. I, when yeah. i when i went i there was this tall man beside me queuing up to get his accreditation and do some testing and tasting and i recognized him and i couldn't place him and then uh, we got chatting and it was only after that someone said, oh, that was Jonathan Agnew from Test Match Special. He's one of my heroes. And I re re recognised his voice, but hadn't seen him that often because he's on the radio. And uh, that was really disappointing that I didn't take the opportunity <laughs> to Jonathan, let's talk. He's known as Agus. To all cricket. Cr I know you're here for the pies, but yeah. I want to talk cricket. Yeah, yeah. Well, it would have been, would have been a great moment. But there we yeah. go. Good moments, oh. moments. Ships in the night. Yeah. Pies in the night. We missed out on a great... Uh, I missed out. He didn't. So um, we, we should we should we should move on to the moo mooless pie, and then we can talk. Are you going to do it? Are you going to? Uh, shall I talk you through? Well, what, what I will do is I will try of... to talk you through what I learned okay. in my in my. Um... So we're going to do a proper pie tasting as uh, accredited, not accredited to the British Pie Awards, but <laughs> <laughs> affiliated to. Well, what I'll Bristol say first Brunch. of all is I um I I'd actually judge the cold savoury pies. So the hot pie category is a little unusual to me, but not totally because mm. I was actually also drafted in as emergency help when they just the judges just could not get through the hot pies fast enough. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so they had to call yeah. in. And some judges who were standing around twiddling their fingers Jonathan. like me. So, so it comes in this little little yeah. cardboard box, doesn't it? That's rather Yeah, exciting. so here we have the non-gluten-free. So this is the gluten so Similar to, but not exactly the winner. Um, so first of all, we are opening a little cardboard box and we have a golden, a small golden pie within. Mm. I'm going to try and get it out with my knife rather than use my fingers. And we want to assess the look of it, first of all. Okay. So, Jack, what do you think? It looks rustic. <laughs> and good. I mean that in a good way. I think yeah. 
we especially when you're buying pies off the shelf and stuff like that, they're usually in sort of the foil case or whatever, and they've got that perfect sort of flaky top and crimped around yeah, the edges. Crimped yeah, crimped around the edges. But this just it looks more handmade. I think you would say if you were to line look at the two, uh, like a normal what you imagine a pie to look like in this one, you would probably say this is probably more expensive, looks more professional, sort of more handmade, I yeah, think. A, a rustic Agreed. rural pie. Agreed. It's got a really nice look to it. It's got, it's got a little bit of opening around here, yeah, around that, the edge. That um, be, but, is, that, is that generally, do you get marked down for a little opening? Well, you probably you would in your cold savoury pie category. Oh. <laughs> but um, because of the, the hot pies, I think they're a little bit harder because obviously the heat is going to change things as they get blasted and you might have, um, I suppose in an ideal world, you have perfection, but there is no there is no perfect pie. I mean, that was one thing um, I learned from the head judge as well, that if if a Scorchy had come back with full marks, he would have a lot of questions. That that, that shouldn't actually be possible. I see. I see. There <laughs> so, is no such thing. There is no so such perfect thing. pie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think that looks. I think that looks good from my point. It's got a nice, yeah, golden bake. Mm. I'm going to say, is there the Bake Off question of does it have a soggy bottom? Does that apply with pies? <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not soggy, no <laughs> soggy bottoms. No soggy so. bottoms here. No, it's crispy, crispy <laughs> bottom. So what, what's in it again? It's This has um, jackfruit steak, craft ale and black pepper. Oh, okay. So that's the filling. So the jackfruit steak is kind of the substitute for the, your, your meaty texture. I don't think I've ever eaten jackfruit. I think is I've it? had it before. I think it's, it's becoming quite a common sort of meat replicant. Yes. That's the, uh, <laughs> that's the as word. tasty as replicants yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hunted down and, and, and retired um, yeah I, well I, I, I don't think we have very much of it in Abergavenny where I live I think you Bristol types are more, uh, more akin to we are awash with jackfruit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so what happens next? I'm, I'm intrigued. Well, next thing is I'm, I'm really to... hungry. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, and I'm really taking my time. Well, I'll cut it in half. Oh, is that what happened? Okay. Yes. Okay, because in the... Oh, um... Let's get the crispy, the sound. Oh, you want the crispy? Yeah, let's move that okay, down there. Moving the microphone. Cutting it in half. It does look quite meaty. Mm, look at it and... spilling out as I cut it in half. It's very, it's uh, reminiscent of a jam donut. When you've cut into it, and mm. when you it's bite into a jam, don't the jam goes everywhere. That's what's yeah. happened with this pie. Yeah, using out the but side. But it looks like a steak and kidney pie inside. I would say. Yeah, yeah, and so that what what we're seeing there is that's pretty good filling, isn't it? Because Look, this uses generous, you know, it's a generous yeah. filling, which yeah. is what you want in your pie. And if we're looking at the edges here, well, that's pretty even. Would you say around the side? Would you say that the pastry is fairly even? Yeah, so yeah. they're pretty even. Yeah, yeah, and um. Here, we're looking at how well cooked it is. Now, I would say that it's probably, I think that's okay, but in a cold savoury pie, that would all be kind of cooked around the edges. Here, it looks a little bit moister, but that will be because of the, the filling from it's the... soaked in there a bit. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, but, so a cold one, you'd want that really crisp filling all the way through, a uh, crisp pastry all the way around. Yeah, you'd yeah. want it cooked around. And I think it is here, it's just that the, the moisture has changed the um, the look of the, t of the pastry there. So it's all looking really good, I think. Good. Yes. So we've done filling, and now we've got to the taste. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. <laughs> Happy days. Let's not bother. Let's not. <laughs> so we I'm going to give three you... skeletons in here if we don't do the soup. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little bit of the um, pastry first to try. Oh, really? Is that... Yeah. That, well, if we're doing this properly, is that okay? No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Teasing you. Yeah. <laughs> Just 
scraps from the table. Yeah. I've got... <laughs> and I'll have the rest. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I've got to say, while it's being um, while it's being handed out, it, uh, I'll be honest. I don't. It doesn't surprise me that this type of pie is one. I think recently, especially, I think the way sort of vegan and vegetarian options have gone. I think the options have widened up and actually the flavour you get from some of this vegetarian and I think especially vegan stuff now is actually really nice. I think because they've had to focus on the flavours of that don't come from... When you use meat, obviously you get the flavour of meat. When you're not yeah. using that meat, it's how you replicate that flavour but also sort of enhance it a bit. And I think maybe now some of this stuff actually does taste better than just the meat versions of it. And I think... um you've kind of everyone's just got used to just steak and ale whatever pie and i think now that there's these other options and these extra flavors coming into it that it doesn't surprise me that actually they are kind of maybe taking over what everyone's Mm. used to Mm. wow yeah because for a long time vegetarian food the charge level that it was there was it didn't have enough taste Mm. and so that's obviously been the emphasis and now we get all these new flavors and obviously sometimes novelty is the, yeah, more yeah, appealing yeah. than what you already know yeah absolutely we go in fish we go okay, for the crust okay so it's time to taste the pastry really flaky and crumbly and holds together but it's got mm. that lovely bite mouth feel like mm-hmm. it yeah I, i've got to say i think just from that initial taste, I'm already like, I'm liking this. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. I'll eat this. It's got very, you know, there was a bit of the, in, well, well, we'll taste the innards and then we'll in it. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought <laughs> We're really a... good at describing yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> steak and kidney would be in it. The meat replicants, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the innards. You've got, you've got forks. So I'm going to just give you guys a, um, a, a biggest chunk now, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Should I give, should I take your plate? Oh, yeah, for Jack. It is really good, isn't it? Mm. It has a meaty, a rich kind of meaty flavour. Without having any meat in. I was going to say, I think if I wasn't told that this was meatless and the name wasn't the moolus, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd struggle to tell whether it was mm. had meat or didn't have meat. Agreed. That could easily that could easily be a meat pie, and it's absolutely delicious, quite satisfying, mm. quite uh, so. I've got no problem with eating a, a meat-free pie like that. That's tremendous. Mm. Well, and so that that won the overall. Award. Yeah. Do they say how this transformed? I mean, a, a prime minister has quite a big reputation now and it's very well regarded around the country, mm. obviously in Bristol. Does it make a big difference, do you think? Did, did, did you hear any stories of our lives are transformed by. As, as with any competition, it depends on the size of the winner. So if, mm. so if it's a smaller producer and they get um, a British Pie Award um, kind of champion status then that's pretty huge and i think actually every the, the reason so many um companies and makers enter this is because it is highly very prestigious uh, yeah, yeah, yeah highly yeah. regarded and um what was it 930 I, I just kept forgetting that figure 932 different pies oh, really oh my goodness 930. Yeah. wow and it's not for amateurs that's one thing i don't know if i made that clear but it, it you have to be someone who these these pies have to be available um for sale by the pub um, oh, okay to so, buy. so yeah Aunt, Aunt Lucy can't just send yeah, in No, it has to be pie. something that you or I could then go and buy if we wanted to, mm, which okay. means that you're looking at essentially professionally made pies and it does matter. And especially in regards to your peers, you know, being able to say, well, we won the British Pie Awards. Mm. It's a big deal. And speaking of awards, and this seems a good opportunity to to segue in, mm-hmm. a 
Which we're off to, or I'm off to some awards tonight, the PPA, the Professional Publishers Association, which is sort of the Oscars of publishing. Mm-hmm. And they have a podcast of the year category and the podcast is up for it. So um, Round of applause. we'll see how we go. We've, we've, we've come close a few times, haven't we, Jack? We're good at being nominated. Yeah, we're good at being nominated. <laughs> we're good at being bridesmaids. So uh, hopefully by the time, if, if we've got some good news, we will uh, announce it next week. If we don't have good news, You'll never forget, hear it, forget, forget, <laughs> forget you ever heard from me. Wipe it. <laughs> and the Country File magazine team is also up for a PPA, which is a really, really big, big news for us. So we're very, very pleased. It's all, it's all down to Jack, really, I should say. Are you dressing up for the awards? I am, yes. It's quite a difficult process of meeting my brother for the the family tuxedo. (laughs) (laughs) I have to meet him off the train in Paddington. Uh, So that's what he phoned about, (laughs) which is we had to stop this recording when my brother phoned to say, do you want some shoes as well? Uh, So it's all a bit of a... Oh, gosh, Colin's family disaster, but in the making. Plus, there's a train strike. Trains, so it's sort of chaotic world out there. Uh, I was also what the third place or was it one of the other was went to Lochinver Larder. Mm-hmm. Now I was up in Lochinver back in well only a few weeks ago. I, in fact, I still have the midge bites uh, from a week away, which was our very first episode in this series, Taste of the Countryside, where I went fishing and foraging. And one of the places we went to for our to take a little packed lunch, and I didn't mention it at the time, was the Lock in Velada. So I'm glad they've won. Oh, how award. apt! How brilliant! So yeah. we've got. I've na- well managed to nail two of the. I think I'm just, I'm just a pie magnet. <laughs> a mag- well, we can pie. make it mag- pie. Oh. Well, that's where that's where it comes mag- from, isn't pie it? We could make it our aim to work our way through. Yes, <laughs> all that's of the great. A, a tour, a tour. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's our next season. Will be you're on the road with pies or something like that. It's got to be a better, more catchy. So, Maria, so where can people find out a bit more information about the pie, the winners, and and if you are a pie producer listening in? Where do you send your pie? Yes, a good idea. Well, I think it'd be very worth submitting pies for next year. And I think if you go to britishpieawards.co.uk, you can find out information about entering and uh, read more about the winners of this year's competition. Brilliant, brilliant. And it, it took place quite early in the year, wasn't it? Was it sort of March? It's March. It's normally around March. Yeah, and it's it's just lovely. It's you know in the church at Melton Mowbray, which is um, decorated with bunting and lots of happy people. Getting ready to yeah, eat. Yeah, you could hear pies. the bustle in the background yeah. of the recording. <laughs> yeah. There's just a sort of there's a lot of pie power going yeah. on. You just have to you just have to restrain yourself. That's um an absolute absolutely key because uh, you could fill up very soon. So just just <laughs> have a little sliver each time. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite pie beyond the pie awards? Is there a pie that you would go to? Your go to pie? My go to pie. Oh my goodness. Uh, might now be the the Moulis pie. Moulis pie, you're a sensible. <laughs> I'm, I'm a because it's Melton Mowbray. There's several shops I think that sell absolutely you know, Melton Mowbray yeah, pork pies. Yeah, there's the classic pork pie as well. I think yeah. I'm a, if I if I if a gun was put to my head or I had to choose a pie to take to a desert island to talk to as much mm. as to eat, I think it would be the pork pie. <laughs> so much character. <laughs> um, but but I just think that they're just a really great pork pie has that amazing pastry and then the jelly. I mean, lots of people hate it. My son can't bear the Ooh, dad, the jelly. But I love that kind of, yeah, pig in a pie. Yeah. Great thing. Yeah, and it's the, that, the home of, uh, yeah, it's why the pie awards are so perfectly cited. Yeah, Milton Mowbray. <laughs> yeah. Always worth it, always worth a visit. Thank you, Maria. Brilliant insights. Thank you for this opportunity to judge the, the almost winner. <laughs> Jack, as pleasure. ever, a pleasure to have your thoughts. And um, any final words? 
been great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see Where's Jack eyeing up the other the, 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 the chicken and mushroom, which we're not going to uh, so we're not going to inflict on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think just I just recommend the pie. I generally think it's a good pie, and yeah. if you get a chance to try it, I, I would try it. Great, and and a recommendation from Jack is absolutely up there. It's like a, it's like a credit accreditation mark. I think I think even if you're one of these people that is a solid meat eater and you don't fancy any of this vegan vegetarian stuff i think if you're going to try something give that a try and i think that it could be something that you generally would could change your mind on it it's a pie revolution it's really pie opening experience it was a pie opening experience <laughs> superb superb you're promoted you're rehired um that was our great pie adventure join us again next week when we head out on another mission find great tastes of the countryside thank you so much for listening and goodbye for now <laughs>